Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about not trying to change those around you. So you might be thinking, what are you talking about? Like, shouldn't we be helping people? Yes, we can help people and we should help people when we can. But all too often, people feel like they have a responsibility to try to change people around them. When in reality, part of the lesson that many of us have come here to learn is to have, we have to learn how to help ourselves. So if we are constantly allowing others to do things for us, then we're not really learning that lesson. And a lot of people try to overgive. As you know, if you're a people pleaser, you probably do. I was an overgiver, and I'm a recovering overgiver. And what I have learned is that many times in the past, I would pray that someone would change, and I would think that I could change someone and show them how to do something better, If someone doesn't know they need to change, they don't realize they need to change, they don't want to change, then they're not going to change. And there's nothing that you can do to make someone do that. You cannot force your opinion, your choices on someone else because everyone has come here with free will. And when you are forcing people to do things they don't want to do, You're messing with their free will. And I have had people come to me before and say, well, I tried to do this spell on somebody. Let me tell you, and I've said this before, I'm going to say it again. I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. Don't do that. Do not try to mess with someone's free will. Even if it works for the short term, it's not going to work for the long term and it's going to blow up in your face because when you are messing with someone's free will, you're messing with why they came here and the lessons that they have to learn and you're delaying their progress. And in doing so, even though you might think you know what's best for somebody, in doing so, you are actually, you're going to have karma yourself that you're going to have to deal with because you cannot mess with someone else's free will. You just can't. So even if you put some kind of spell on someone, innocently enough, you may be thinking like, oh, I really want this person and I want them to want me too. But if you do that, okay, if that person is involved with someone else or they're meant to be with someone else, you're messing with their free will, you're messing with these contracts that we made agreement, you know, we made agreements Our souls made agreements to come here and experience certain things. And if you're robbing your person of their soul contract, of the reason they came here to learn the lesson, then you're going to have some karma to deal with for doing that. So don't do that. But most people don't use spells or anything like that. They simply try to force their will onto people. They really think that they know what's best for someone. And you may, you may know what's best for someone, or you may have their best interest at heart. But the fact is that if they're not willing 
to see the need to change, they're not going to change. And what I always tell people is when you focus on yourself and you take the energy away from that person and you focus on yourself and you focus on changing yourself, you're going to notice that a lot of times that person ends up changing too. They shift with you because you have two results. They're either going to shift with you. They're going to look at you and be like, what are you doing to yourself? You look so amazing. You look happy. You look rested. You look beautiful. You look this. You look that. They're going to see how amazing your life is and they're going to get curious and say, what are you doing? What are you using a new facial cream or what are you doing to make this money? What are you doing? Um, Can I get in on this? And they'll be curious and you can start talking to them and then they may want to start doing little things to change too. That's what happened to me with a lot of my family members. Or the other thing that could happen is you realize that you just grow apart and that person can't grow with you. And so they kind of, they shift away. And I know that sounds painful and a lot of people are like, oh, but I don't, I don't want that. I, you know, can I tell you that in my own experience, when that has happened, it usually hasn't really been that big of a loss for me because what happens is you're so focused on your own growth and your elevation and you're feeling good. And then those people are just like the negative Nancys that you're always around who complain about everything. They have a problem for every solution. And even though maybe at one time you were like, this person's so great, we're just great friends, or, or if it was a partner, like, oh, this partner's so great, it will get under your nerves. It'll annoy you to the point that you won't want to be around it. And so even though you're sitting there now thinking, I don't want to like lose the people in my life, when that happens, sometimes it's not that big of a loss because you realize that person was holding you back. And I don't say that to be mean, so don't take it the wrong way and don't be upset by it. It's not a bad thing. I've had friends that I just kind of drifted away from and we were good friends, but then being around them, it was like, oh, you know, like, I'm not, I don't really jive with you anymore. Like, I feel like we don't have that much in common anymore and it's not a big loss. Like I prefer to be around my other friends who are really positive and who have great things going on in their lives because, you know, the people who aren't like that, you'll notice like they discourage you. They want to drag you down to their level. They want to make you feel as bad as they do. Maybe they don't feel bad, but they don't want you to rise above them. You know, or they might act like, well, you think you're better than us. And, and that's not it at all. It's not it. You're not better than anyone else. It's just you're evolving and you're growing, which is what we're all supposed to do. We came here to do that. And some people just don't get it. They're not awake yet. They haven't woken up to the fact that we're here to do that. And it's harder to be around people like that. And you'll find the more that you evolve and change and grow, the harder it is for you to be around people like that. And so you can't change anyone. You can't force your opinions on anyone or tell them they have to change. They have to want to change themselves and they have to see it for themselves. And that's where setting healthy boundaries comes in. You know, Boundaries are how we show people that we want to be treated. But in the same way, not only do we have to have healthy boundaries for ourselves, we have to respect other people's boundaries. 
we have to respect the fact that other people have boundaries too. And if you're telling someone, look, you've got to change your life. Here's why. No best, blah, 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 blah. You're crossing a boundary, okay? Because no one wants you to come in and tell them how to live their life. You don't want somebody coming in here and doing that to you. I don't like it when people tell me like, hey, you need to do this or you need to do that. Or, or if I come to somebody and say, hey, this is great news. And they're like, really? You think that's going to happen? Or they'll say, well, just be careful. That whole just be careful thing is such a passive way of being like, whatever, idiot, you know, you're falling for this. You know, it's just people, people will try to say like, I'm just watching out for you. But really, that's an undertone because what they're saying is, you're going to fail and I'm going to be here to sit and watch you and then I'm going to throw it in your face. And the reason people do that, again, is because they themselves are afraid to try whatever it is that you're brave enough to try. That's why a lot of people do that because they weren't brave enough to do the things that you're doing. But at the same time, you also cannot go to somebody and be like, you know what, you really should start meditating and you really need to do this and you really need to do that. We can tell people what we're doing and we can tell them how things have changed our lives and that's wonderful, but we cannot insist that people change. We just can't. That was Nala saying hi, everyone. Sorry. Uh, She's been so hyper tonight, but I love her. I just read this whole article on dogs. I read that if they... You know, if they put their head back and look at you, it means they feel secure with you and they love you. And if they, you know, attack you and you come home, they're just so happy to see you. I mean, it was obvious things, but all these things that Nala does. And I swear to you, when I come home from work, she almost knocks me over. I always have my arms full of things, right? I got my coffee cup, my lunchbox, my all this stuff in my hands and I come in and she just runs over and it's not even just like she just kind of mildly jumps on you. She jumps on you so hard. It's like she comes running at you full force. She needs training, but oh my goodness, you know, I mean, at the same time, it's like, I'm so happy that she's happy to see me, but also I'm like, can you not come running at me full speed ahead? You know, just like how she put her head up and hit my face and I thought she knocked my tooth out. She just is trying to show you that she loves you, but she's just kind of all over the place, the wild girl. She just needs some training, but she's very, very sweet. So anyway, back to what I was talking about. So many people will want to try to control others around them. And what the universe wants you to know is you can't mess with someone else's free will. You just simply can't. If you want someone to change, the easiest way to do that is to change yourself. And we can pray for them. I was talking with a client about this tonight. We can absolutely pray for people and pray that we can send them healing vibes and healing energy and send them love from our heart space. But we cannot force our free will or force our opinions or what we want on them Because they came here to learn a specific lesson in life. And we're hindering that if we try to control that. Just like you don't want someone else to come in and try to control you. We have to have healthy boundaries. And it goes both ways. Most of the time when people think about healthy boundaries, they think about having them for themselves. But we also have to have healthy boundaries when it comes to other people. Think about... 
well, let me just share you my own experiences because when I think about having healthy boundaries with other people, I think about certain people in my life that this has always been a tough lesson. When I worked for my old district, you know, we had a teacher who just wanted to share her opinion about everything. And it was to the point that she would almost get in your face and be just rude and nasty about it, you know, about why her way was the best way and why she didn't want to collaborate or work with others because it was stupid to work with others. And I don't understand people who don't like working with others because some of the best ideas come when people contribute. You know, we share. We like, I'm not perfect. I don't have every single answer. And I work, it works out best for everyone when everyone works as a team. In every situation in life, this is what I've found, you know, in in every job that I've had. When you can work as a team, it works out so much better. But there are inevitably those people who will not work in a team. I don't know if they feel threatened somehow by that, like their power is being usurped. I don't know. And honestly, part of me thinks that some people like that, they don't feel good about themselves. So if they contribute ideas, if someone else shoots down their idea, I think there's a fear there of what if people see the real me and see I'm not as great as I try to pretend that I am. Part of me thinks that's why some people do that, but I don't really know. I don't know what the exact issue is, but I know that it's tough to work with people like that. And you have to stand your ground with those people. But in the same way, you don't want to be one of those people. And I know you're probably not the person who walks all over people, but you probably know some people in your life that you tend to want to kind of control them. And the reason that we feel that way sometimes is because no one likes the feeling of being out of control. And when someone's doing something that you don't like, your natural response is to want to try to control them and say, hey, stop it. You know, this, I don't like this. Don't do this. And the thing is, you can't control them as much as you may want to try. I know in past relationships, that's one of the mistakes I always made was if I didn't like what somebody was doing, I tried to control that person. And you can't, and you can't change somebody who doesn't see a problem with what they're doing or who doesn't want to be changed or doesn't want to change themselves. The main thing is if somebody doesn't see what's wrong with what they're doing, they're not going to change. They don't need to. They're like, I'm not doing anything wrong. And maybe they are, and maybe they aren't, but what you can change is yourself. So how can you change yourself? You can take yourself out of the situation. You know, sometimes we have to take ourselves out of the equation. If someone continuously decides that it's okay to mistreat us or to treat us in a way we don't want to, want them to, it's okay to remove yourself from that situation. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes the absolute best thing you can do is to withdraw your energy from that situation. Because what you're doing when you're withdrawing your energy is you're saying, Okay, I'm not going to give you any more of my attention. I'm not going to let you drain me emotionally and physically. I'm going to let you do you, but I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to make sure that I'm not being depleted. And if people really care about you, you know, most people, and I say most people, there are people who are just not good people, but most people 
don't want to hurt you. Like that's not their goal. They aren't like, oh, I'm going to see how I can hurt this person today. That isn't most people's agenda. So for most people, if you go to them and you say, listen, you're doing these things and I don't like it. Most people will try to meet you halfway and they'll say, oh, okay, you know, well, I'll stop. But some people aren't awakened at the level that you are. And some people really honestly don't see what's wrong with what they're doing. They just don't because they can only perceive things from their own level. And they're not coming at you at the same level that you are. You are way up here. You're learning your lessons. You're healing yourself. You're peeling the layers. You're awakened. You know all of this stuff. And yet other people don't. And you may even go, I know why you're doing this. I know because you still have to heal this. You have this inner childhood wounding. And that's all well and good that we know that. And we can even tell them how to fix it. But we can't make them fix it. And I have had the same discussion with several people, several clients, not just like one or two. This has been a theme the last few days. So this must be a theme that's going on right now in this cycle in our lives is that we're dealing with people who need to heal and we want them to heal, but they're not doing it. They're not doing the work. And my message to you is quit driving yourself crazy saying you've got to do the work. You need to do this. As I said, you can't force someone to change. I do believe people can change because I changed. I changed myself. But if someone comes back to you and they're like, hey, you know, I really want to work things out and I want to do this and I want to, you know, whatever. I want this friendship. I want this relationship. I want this whatever. That's fine. But they have to change. They have to actually show you they've changed. If you set your healthy boundary, If you say, listen, I can't deal with whatever the behavior is, but I love you and I want to change. But until until you do, I need to distance myself. I need to remove myself energetically from the situation. And it's perfectly okay for you to do that. Even if it's family, even if it's whatever. It's okay for you to take a break and say, I need to remove myself energetically. I need to remove my energy so I can figure out what's going on with me. And when we remove our energy and we withdraw, people feel that. And then you work on yourself. Focus on yourself and how you're healing yourself. And when you do that, that is when people will change. It truly, truly is. So I really would encourage you to stop trying to control the people in your lives around you that you, you know, if you don't like what they're doing, whatever, we can make suggestions, but you can't preach to the choir. And you know that the more you harp on them, they're going to get mad and angry and do the opposite of what you say anyway. That isn't what changes people. What changes people is not you telling them what they need to do. We lead by example. We change our lives. And like I said, when I started shifting myself, working on myself, people were like, wow, what are you doing? That's amazing. You look great. You look so happy. And I would say, yeah, I am happy. I'm really happy. I'm like one of of the happiest places I've been in my life. And it doesn't have anything to do with a relationship. It doesn't have anything to do with my job. It has to do with me being happy with me. And I don't know that I have ever been in a space where I felt that way. 
when I worked on self-love and self-worth, self-esteem, and I started healing my own inner stuff, that is when life started to get good. And that's when people around me started saying, what are you doing? What did you do? How are you different? You just, you're different. What was it that you did? And I don't know if I mentioned this in the earlier part of the recording, because I know that I recorded this yesterday and my recording cut off at 10 minutes for some reason and I uploaded it and didn't realize it hadn't totally recorded. So I'm redoing this, but I know that at one point I was talking about the twin flame journey and twin flames. And the reason it came up for me is because this also came up in a few people's readings and I would have to do a completely different podcast episode by itself to talk about the whole twin flame journey thing. And I'm not a person who necessarily wants to label everything, but people who believe that we have twin flames, you know, people who are our counterpart and we, you know, we go on this journey where there's a whole running, chasing thing. Basically, we awaken each other is the idea. And whatever credit you want to give to that, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I know that soulmates, romantic soulmates, are there to put a mirror in front of your face and to say, look, this is what you need to fix. They show us our shadow sides, the the side of us that we're not proud of, that we know we need to work on, we know we need to fix it. That is what soulmates do. That's what twin flames do. So... What I have learned is that if you pull your energy away, your true soulmates feel that. They feel energy and you feel connected to that person's energy. So when you withdraw your energy and you pull back and when you change and shift yourself, they feel that. They feel what you're doing. They feel the healing work. And that kind of awakens that other person as well. So that's why I think, and soulmates don't have to be romantic soulmates. They can be family and friends. And someone just reached out to me today and said, yeah, I have a friend and we're kind of drifting apart because she's so negative. And that happens. And I get that. In fact, multiple people actually reached out to me and told me that today, which is really funny. It happens doesn't have to mean the relationship's totally gone. If you're truly connected, if you start working on yourself and changing and shifting, a lot of times people will be like, hey, can you show me what you did or can you help me? But it has to be on their own terms. We cannot force it. So just work on yourself and focus on being the best version of yourself that you can because that's where your true power lies you're going to end up changing so many people because you lead by example. And when you heal yourself, you heal the entire collective. And personally, I think that when we pull back our energy and when we change and when we shift, I think those people that we have soul ties to, the ones we made contracts with to come here and learn lessons, I think they feel that. I think energetically they feel that and they just kind of want to change themselves as well. And I can't explain it other than the fact that I know that when I've worked on myself, people that I'm close to, that I have soul ties to, suddenly will just say things like, how did you fix yourself? How did you do? What did you do? What are those meditations? Can you show me the tappings? And it's crazy, but it's true. And it's how it works. 
So I'm not saying give up on those relationships. If you absolutely feel like you need to let it go for your own sanity, by all means, don't feel guilty and do that. But I honestly feel like sometimes just pulling our energy back and focusing on ourselves really, really helps shift others too. So I would encourage you to really make yourself the true center of attention and focus. And you'll be amazed at what happens. All right, guys. Well, I want to pull a card for you. So the card I pulled for you today is from the Universe Has Your Back deck. And it is the moment I realign with love, clear direction is presented to me. And I love this. When you realize that there's nothing to fear because the universe has your back, and when you just stop trying to control every outcome and trying to control every facet of your life, when you learn to just go with it, you know, there was a movie called that, just go with it. But it's true. When you just go with it and when you don't let things knock you off your pedestal, life really does get so much easier and we allow for things to flow into our lives. And when you're really interested in law of attraction and manifesting all the things you want, that's what you have to do. You have to get into the flow of life. You have to let go. And that is so hard for people. It's hard to let go, especially if you were born into a family situation where you had a lot of trauma because you didn't have control over things that happened to you when you were younger. So the need for us sometimes is to not let go. Control. I need control. I need control. I need to be in control. I have to control this. When you do that, you make a mess of your life. Controlling and having the need to control everything in your life is self-sabotage. It really is. And you're making your life so much harder than it has to be. So much harder. When you learn to just let go and say, you know what? I don't have to control everything that happens in my life. I don't have to know when, where, how, why, what. I'll just go with it. Things just start showing up. It really is that easy. So I hope that you are learning how to let go of control issues today and just let it go and let the flow of life carry you because when you do, it becomes so much easier. I want to thank you guys for joining me and thank you for your patience with the technological problems I had. I don't know why the recording... I don't know why it did what it did, but it's very annoying. And thank you for those of you who let me know because... Unless you reach out and tell me, I have no idea that things are messing up. So thank you to those of you who always do. I appreciate that. Thank you for being a part of my tribe. Don't forget that for the entire month of January, I have my coaching packages and sessions on sale. They're 30% off. Pricing is on my website, melissaoatman.com. You can go there, check out what I offer, the pricing, And you can also purchase it on my website. But when you're ready to book your session, just contact me. I don't use an online booking thing because it's just, it was a disaster when I tried to use it because it was double booking things and oh, it was a mess. So I have sessions available weeknights from four o'clock central to seven o'clock central. And then Saturdays and Sundays from 10 to two, it's all central time. So you can simply contact me and we will find the best slot available for you. And also don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live on Facebook Mondays at 530 Central unless it's a holiday, which this coming Monday is. So I'll be going live on Tuesday instead of Monday. 
And also, I always upload videos with free readings and that on Instagram. So follow me there if you want to check that out. I want to thank you so much for being with me today. Don't forget to subscribe to my website. If you do, you will receive a free morning and evening meditation. And don't hesitate to reach out to me. I love hearing from you for anything that you may have, questions, whatever. Just reach out. I hope that you guys will have a beautiful day and that your day is filled with so many blessings. I love you all and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.